Good morning from the Financial Times. Today is Thursday, August 24th, and this is your FT News Briefing. Various reports say that Wagner mercenary group leader Yevgeny Prigozhin has died in a plane crash. NVIDIA's highly anticipated earnings report did not disappoint. And the Securities and Exchange Commission imposed sweeping new rules on private funds, but not everyone is thrilled. As long as investors understand the terms on which they're investing, why should the government care what those terms are? I'm Mark Filipino, and here's the news you need to start your day. Russian officials are saying that Yevgeny Prigozhin was on a plane that crashed yesterday northwest of Moscow. All 10 people on the plane died in the crash. A social media page linked to the Wagner Group also reported Prigozhin's death and claimed that the plane had been shot down. Prigozhin had quickly become one of the most important figures in Russian President Vladimir Putin's war in Ukraine. That is, until Prigozhin and the Wagner Group attempted a failed coup on Moscow in June. The Securities and Exchange Commission is changing the rules for private funds. I really do believe we'll promote efficiency, competition, integrity, transparency. That's good for investors. That's good for issuers. It's good for markets alike. That's SEC Chair Gary Gensler. He and other members of the agency voted to strengthen requirements on how private equity, real estate, and hedge funds deal with investors. It's a big moment for traditionally murky areas of finance. The FT's U.S. finance editor, Brooke Masters, is covering this. Hi, Brooke. Hey. So what exactly are the new rules here? Well, there's five different very geeky rules, but the essential basics of it are that private funds normally negotiate everything individually with each investor, and the SEC is sending ground rules around that. And so they're saying private funds will have to all um, make quarterly disclosures to their investors about their returns in a more standardized fashion so it's easier to compare. They will be limited somewhat in the kinds of fees they can pass on to their investors. And they will also have more limits on what are called side letters, which is individual agreements where they give each investor different terms. Does this make the private funds industry no longer private? It's still pretty private. There's nowhere near as regulated as a, you know, mutual funds, ETFs, the ones that are made available to retail. They still have a lot more leeway, but it does make them more like public funds. So there were some members of the SEC who are not on board with these rule changes. Here's SEC Commissioner Hester Peirce during yesterday's meeting. Unfortunately, the rulemaking is ahistorical, unjustified, unlawful, impractical, confusing, and harmful. Accordingly, I can't support it. So, Brooke, we should point out that the five-member group barely got this through. It passed three to two. What does that tell you? It tells you that this is one of those rules that is pushing the boundaries. Under the current chair, Gary Gensler, the SEC has been making big steps uh, that people consider a real change in regulation. They've expanded regulations to new areas and asked for new things and and set new requirements. And Peirce and the other Republican commissioner have really hated this, and they vote against almost all of it. And I can't imagine that 
members of the industry are particularly happy about this either. They're definitely not happy. With the draft version of the rules, they were absolutely making noises that they were going to sue and see if they could get the courts to throw them out. In the final process, the SEC did modify some of the proposals to address some of their most angry objections. But several of the industry groups, including the Alternative Investment Management Association, have said they are still considering their options and may, in fact, sue in the hopes that a conservative judiciary, particularly with a conservative Supreme Court, might be willing to toss the rules out. Stepping back a little bit outside the U.S., what does this mean internationally? One of the things to remember is that some of these rules hit any fund, whether it's a U.S. fund or an international fund, if it's getting U.S. money. And so, therefore, this could affect lots of funds. Um, They won't have to do the quarterly statements, but some of the limits on what they can do will be affected. And it's worth remembering that roughly 70% of all private fund assets come from the U.S., so this is very, very far-reaching. Brooke Masters is the FT's U.S. finance editor. Thank you, Brooke. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. NVIDIA saw its revenue more than double last quarter. The U.S. chipmaker hit a record quarterly revenue of $13.5 billion when it reported earnings yesterday. That's up more than 100% from a year ago. There has been huge demand for semiconductors to meet the artificial intelligence boom that's happening, and NVIDIA has seen its share price skyrocket in response. Because of that demand, NVIDIA also projected a bigger leap in the current quarter than they originally expected. The news drove NVIDIA's share price up as much as 7% in after-hours trading. Thailand finally has a new government, but it's not the party that won the election three months ago. The leader of the Move Forward Party, Pita Lumjaranrat, was prevented from taking over as prime minister in May. The opposition party that came in second in those elections, Thai, took over the government this week after a partnership with the military. Here's the FT's Asia World News Editor, Eli Meixler. Thailand's new prime minister's name is Sata Tavison. He only joined the Thai Party ahead of this past election in May. He's a former property magnate and the director of the Sansiri Group, which is one of the largest real estate companies in Thailand. Move Forward is pretty unhappy with the turn of events. They voted en masse against Sata Tavison's prime ministerial bid. They said that they will sit in opposition and not support Pitai, despite previously trying to be in a coalition with them. Their leader, Pitai Lumjaranrat, is currently suspended while he awaits a ruling to see if he'll be able to sit as an MP at all. The party also faces another case at the Constitutional Court that could result in its complete dissolution and its MPs being barred from parliament. So it's in a very tenuous position that I think I very much did not expect itself to be in three months ago after it cruised to victory in the election. The Move Forward Party says that it'll still try to reform things like the military and the monarchy, but analysts say that protesters could take to the streets if they see that the party they voted for is completely blocked from power. Thailand's economy, which is heavily dependent on trade and tourism, has struggled to recover a bit from the coronavirus pandemic. It has also not been helped by the economic slowdown in China, which has cut demand for its imports and a major source of its foreign arrivals. So I think the threat of people returning en masse to the streets and calling for an overhaul of the government would not help the economic situation at all. Eli Meixler is the FT's Asia News Editor. 
You can read more on all of these stories at ft.com for free when you click the links in our show notes. This has been your daily FT News Briefing. Make sure you check back tomorrow for the latest business news. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has experienced teams who can craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex. Real wealth requires real solutions. Connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's Coriant.com. Did you know the Capital Ideas podcast now has a new monthly edition hosted by Capital Group CEO Mike Gitlin? Through the words and experiences of investment professionals, you'll discover who was their best mentor, What's a mistake they made that changed their approach? And how do they find their next great idea? Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Published by American Funds Distributors, Inc.